Empower Nation. Welcome to Empower Her Money podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan, best-selling author, coach, serial entrepreneur, and we talk all things business and finance. Now, today I am super excited and actually a little nervous, but I am breaking my own rules. And I'll give you a quick backstory. Have you ever been to an event where you have watched someone speak and you have felt like you are the only person in the room. Well, I had that experience recently with my guest today. I just felt so moved and so inspired by his story that I knew I would be doing a disservice to my audience if I did not ask for him to come and be on the show and share his inspiration. And I wrote down a short bio, which I will get more into. Um, Tim, I'll give you a chance to tell a little bit more, but Um, I wrote down that Tim's story is an acclaimed pop culture thought leader, author, multiple best-selling author, speaker, life strategist. He has changed the lives of millions of people, myself included, has visited 75 plus countries, gives back to his community. He helps people realize the best version of themselves. He's brought to people, we're going to talk about your newest book, Miracle Mentality, and what that book is about, talking about turning your setbacks into comebacks, and you've been a regular guest on many shows, national TV, have been personally interviewed by the one and only Oprah, Steve Harvey, The Today Show, Good Morning America, I mean, the list goes on, Tim, so thank you so much for being here today. What a privilege, and Congratulations to you for being a best-selling author of your new book, which I think we should show that right about now. Do you have a close by? Yes, I do. Empower Your Money is the name of the book. So thank you for that. Yeah. So no, I need people to see that because um, when you show this podcast, a lot of my followers are going to watch and they need to get a hold of that book. Thank you. Thank you. So I touched a little bit on your story. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about you? I know we both are from California and from very, very modest upbringings. Um, I remember that from your story. So if you want to jump in and just kind of share a little bit more about you. Yeah, I think that the place I'd like to start in this story is in sixth grade when, you know, the, the teacher that I had knew that we were from a lower income family and that my mother was very overwhelmed because uh, my father had just passed away when I was 10. And so my sixth grade teacher asked me to stay after class. And um, I remember when he said that, he says, Timmy Story, can you stay after class? And all the students went, ooh, like he's probably in trouble. So I approached my teacher's desk and he said, Tim, I want to tell you that I think you are. And I didn't know what he was going to say. And I thought maybe... He's going to say, you're a good dancer because I won the dance contest. You're a good basketball player because I noticed him up in the stands. But he says, I think you are brilliant. Hmm. And because you're brilliant, I want to see if you want to check out one of my books. And I said, sure. And so he, he took out three different books from his briefcase. And one of them was on the life of Michelangelo. Hmm. And The reason I tell that story first is could you imagine that coming from a family that was struggling and you have a teacher who is someone who's like a mentor or a tutor, right? Sixth grade. And this guy brands me brilliant. Hmm. But I'm glad I did not take off the label and I did not take on the tag. I just 
put it right on me. And I thought, if he thinks so, I guess he's right. And here we go. And truly, that was the beginning of, uh, of really building my faith even higher of what I was going to do on this planet. That's awesome. Yeah. Talking about having just that early message come to you. And oftentimes we, we know that it's coming from, you know, God, God is using someone as a vessel because he wants you to know that you're brilliant and that he's got huge plans in front of you, um, to accomplish and to give back and to inspire others. So how did you kind of start on that journey where you knew that it was your place in life that you were going to help inspire other people? Yeah, I was fortunate enough to be raised by uh, my three sisters and my mother. So my mother, um, who is Spanish, her name is Vesentita Gonzalez, and my father is Cuban Black. Um, she was very disciplined, uh, very much a disciplinarian, uh, sixth grade education, worked at a donut shop. But my three sisters, who were older than me by six, seven, and eight years, uh, wow, they just took care of me. So I'm the I'm the youngest of five, and then I have a brother that's three years older. But I was very fortunate to live in a very loving family that cared about me. And then also I was a person who started going to church when I was four, and that made a big uh, influence in my life, impact in my life. So I've been fortunate to have the right mentors in my life. That's awesome too. Yeah. I, I didn't grow up with church. Um, I was saved later in life, but now looking back at the early years of my life, I could see that God was always there, even though I may not have believed in him, he was always there. Um, yeah. So a lot of what we focus on for the podcast talks about money um, because for me, uh, my, my why now is to help other women, you know, become financially independent, financially free so that they're not stuck in situations, um, where they could be, um, abused or, you know, just situations that they could be better if they had more financial freedom. So yeah. I know that you talk a lot about, you know, um, the miracle and mentality. What inspired you to write that book? Um, the inspiration for the book was by traveling the world. As you noted, I've been to over 75 different countries. And I found that a lot of people live in certain categories. One that I call the mundane in the book. Secondly, the messy. Thirdly, the madness. And they don't make room for the miracle lifestyle. And the miracle lifestyle simply means extraordinary. So from a biblical standpoint, uh, we believe that Jesus came to give you life, which is Zoe, and that is an animated life, but life more abundantly. And so a lot of people never get into life and they never get into the abundant life. So me and you are teaching people how to step into abundance and not live a life that's just mundane, messy, or the madness but I do have a whole chapter in the book, Miracle Mentality, with Harper Collins, where I talk about the miracle mentality in the area of finances. So I've been pretty strong uh, in the area of understanding finances since I was probably about 15 years of age. I've always been a saver. I've always been a giver. And um, having money gives you leverage, and leverage is good. 
Yeah. And, you know, money is just such a taboo topic. A lot of times people don't want to talk about it, especially with women. Um, they, and if they're married, they tend to, you know, give the finances to their husband and they don't spend as much time learning about it. So what would you tell our female audience, um, about becoming educated when it comes to money? Cause it does talk a lot about it in the Bible and there's lots of references to money and it's not a bad thing, but, um, typically the woman, we kind of shy away from it. So if you had, you know, some inspiration to our female audience about money, that would be awesome yeah. too. I think it's a, a lot of it is um, having a real understanding of, of the history of money. So the idea of money many, many years ago was to trade or to barter or to swap. So hmm. someone may swap a cow uh, for a device that would help somebody to plow. So that was the exchange of currency. The currency was a cow versing a plowing device. And so as we begin to move on in life, then uh, coins were introduced and people began to barter, trade, swap, okay? So in order to buy food, we need currency. Mm -hmm. In order to live in a house or an apartment, we need currency. So I see money as my friend. Money, mm -hmm. money loves me. And I see money as my friend. Money doesn't scare me. Money is my friend. And money helps me to help the people that I love. And so I attract money. And I think that one of the ways I attract money is you have to develop a skill set in which people want to barter with you and trade with you and give to you so that you have surplus. So I learned that early, early on. If if you're good at something, someone's going to need your services. So I decided to become good at things. And all these years, people have needed my services. So I think it's about understanding that money is not a new concept. Money is not scary. Money is your friend. The government does not own you. And so we can do well in the system that we're in uh, currently. So understanding who you are and that what you have is valuable and using that value and exchanging it and not thinking money is the exchange, but really your, your value and your services, you're exchanging it for something else. It's a tool versus, you know, you, you're changing that mindset around money and what you're what thinking about, about so, it. If somebody wants to be a nurse and then they go to nursing school, because I'm talking to predominantly women here, if they go to nursing school, so now they know if I become a nurse, first, second, third year, I'm, I'm going to make this much money. Okay. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's not enough to pay all of your bills or your overhead. So what you might need is what I call a side hustle. Other people call that as well. That might be multi-level marketing. That might be life coaching. That might be having a lemonade stand. I don't know. But you have to find out what your overhead is monthly. Find out what your job, J-O-B, or career is paying you. And then see if you need side hustles. But when you come at it with an optimistic way of thinking, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, the, the deficit mindset will turn into a growth mindset very quickly. Mostly if they have people's help like yours.
Yeah. I love that. The deficit mindset. That's awesome. Um, a lot of times we talk about charity too. So you're very involved in charity. Um, and that's inspirational too, because, you know, for me, the more money I make, the more money I can give and the more time I can give. Um, what kind of inspired you to do the charity work that you're into um, now? Um, since I was little, so I, I've always loved Mother Teresa, what she did for orphans now all over the world. It started in India. So I studied her since I was 17. And then I'm a big fan of Nelson Mandela. And um, just seeing the charity work that people have done. Uh, I've been a humanitarian since I was 20. I started traveling the world uh, as a humanitarian. I've raised over $40 million dollars for charities, that's called an awful lot of money. When you would you not say so? <laughs> yeah, okay. it's hard to even imagine that that kind of like. I will say bad. that again, over forty million dollars, and so um, I love being involved, helping. Um, I'm helping now in the area of prison reform. I'm helping in the area of drug addiction, alcohol addiction. I'm helping the el uh, realm of elderly abuse with my friend, Carrie Kasem. And so um, inner cities, inner city schools, getting instruments into kids in the inner cities. So I love, I love helping people. And um, I like to give, sometimes you give out of your sacrifice. Sometimes you give out of your surplus, but I, I'm a giver and you're a giver. Yeah. So what's next for you? What do you see in your future? The same. I have no lofty plans. I think that um, I'm living in the bonus. It's like um, when you play video games and they start giving you more balls. I mean, so I'm just, I, I do what I do. And um, I believe in the, the God idea, not the good idea. Uh, I think God gives me assignments and I submit to those assignments and I serve in those assignments. Um, I get to do a lot of fun things that people would consider fun and exciting, but I, I enjoy what I'm doing. I will say, because you have so many women, we are doing something called the World Shaker Society that I'm raising up hundreds of women from around the world. In fact, it's going to be thousands and thousands of women. Yes. And we just did it. And I had on uh, Diane Hudson, Oprah's former executive producer. I had Laura Morton who's phenomenal, has only written 15 New York Times bestselling books. <laughs> and, yes, and did a, a documentary that I'm in called Anxious Nation and former supermodel Claudia Mason, who's beautiful and amazing. And I'll be doing another one in just a couple of weeks. So if you want to find out about that, just go to my Instagram and you'll be seeing a lot of promotion. And I hope you become a part of this. Yes, I would love to. And and to be able to help inspire other women too and to to learn from others that have just paved the way for us to continue to do what we do too. So um I love that too. So I've got a fun question for you. Um, well, actually, before we get into that, there was probably one other question I had because sometimes I will get pushback. I don't want to say pushback, and these are probably more non-believers than anything. But I'm very faith-based. I'm very open about my faith. Um, I, it's it's my driving factor for a lot of what I do. So what kind of advice would you give to other entrepreneurs that are kind of nervous about 
being open about their faith and their business too. Yeah. I think, I think the challenge is, is not you, me, or probably them. It's the ones who say they represented Christianity and they did not do it in a very good way. Mm. It's just because you go to Starbucks doesn't mean you're going to get good service. And there's a lot of people that have, have said that they're Christians, that are pushy, that are judgmental. And a lot of people don't like them. They just really don't because they tell me. And so in the way I share my faith is not always verbal. It's just by being who we are. When, when you are light and you are kind and you are compassionate, the, mm -hmm. the Bible says you are like an epistle or you're like a billboard for a better life. Mm -hmm. And so just walk in love and people will notice. I love that. That That's, yeah, that, I love that. All right. So um, fun question as we're starting to wrap up the show. I really appreciate your time today. Um, I like to ask if you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? Okay. So here's a new one for you. I already have a superpower, so I don't need another one. So I can do all things through Christ. So mm -hmm. that's my superpower. I don't need another one. So I am, I am God inspired and I am God called and I am God endorsed. And so I play a role in what I do, which is obedience and servanthood mm -hmm. and being in alignment to my assignment. Mm -hmm. And then I am supernaturally empowered. Yeah. So all the doors mm -hmm. that open for me, I'm supernaturally empowered. I plan on living long and strong. I'm supernaturally empowered. I plan on continuing to prosper. I'm supernaturally empowered. And so are you, and so are the people who are watching and listening right now, if they would allow themselves to submit to the supernatural mm -hmm. empowerment. Mm, I love that. That's that's great information. Um, so you talked about Instagram, and I know that your books are available um, on an Amazon. If our audience wants more inspiration, is there other channels where they can find you? Yes. Um, I'm in 90 airports around the world. I have my own talk show. Yeah. So whenever you travel, just look up and every two and a half hours, you'll see my talk show. And I also have two other shows on 90 airports and I'm in millions of hotel rooms. So if you ever stay in hotels or go through airports, just look up and you'll find me everywhere you travel. And then, uh, you know, Tim Story official on Instagram and follow what we're doing. But more than that, follow what Angela's doing. And please hold that book up again. <laughs> Empower your money. Empower your money. Great yeah. photo, great colors, and 101 simple ways to for female entrepreneurs to create financial freedom. Get that book today. Thank you, Tim. I really, again, appreciate your time today. We're wrapping up another episode of Empower Her Money podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan. I hope that you are feeling inspired today and make sure you take action and share this podcast with everybody you know so that they can feel inspirational as well. Thanks again, Tim. You're welcome.